Welcome, weary travelers, to the great big universe of Excess Press. This is a weekly podcast to bring you the news of the Disney theme parks and resorts. Witness for yourselves the wonders of Excess Press. And now, let's begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Excess Press. My name is Matt, and I'm the host of this Disney Theme Parks News Podcast, and this is episode 78 for the week of June 9th, 2019. Well, I hope everyone enjoyed their first week of June. It's crazy how time just flies and we are now it coming into the midst of summer. Kids are off from school. People are going to Walt Disney World. People are checking out Oga's Cantina over in Galaxy's Edge. Man, I wish I was there drinking some blue milk, but unfortunately I am not. I am here in New Jersey, but the weather in New Jersey has been phenomenal. I felt like I've been really productive, gotten a lot of house housework done. I had a lot of things to do in the yard. So, you know what? It was great. It was a great week, and I'm, I'm excited to talk a bit more about Disney. Unfortunately, I am here by myself today, so it is just me. So you guys are going to have to deal with that. But uh, it was actually a really, really slow news week. There wasn't a lot going on, and I was kind of worried if... I was even going to have enough for an episode, but I have some things. There's not a lot, but we got a few things we're going to talk about. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Donald Duck's 85th birthday. Uh, then we're going to talk a little bit of Galaxy's Edge updates, some changes that Disney has made to the land. Uh, and then we're also going to talk about a new fireworks show that's coming to the very merry Christmas party at Walt Disney World. Uh, and then a few more things, and we'll probably take a question at the end of the show. So why don't we just kind of jump right into it and begin this week's episode of the Excess Press Podcast. So today is June 9th, which also happens to be Donald Duck's 85th birthday. So Donald Duck actually first appeared in the short The Wise Little Hen back in 1934. This very first cartoon he was ever in. And if you see what he looked like back then, he looks pretty different from how he does now. I mean, his outfit is, is very similar. But like he had a very long snout, his face was kind of elongated where it's not so much right now. Uh, but yeah, so he, he looked a lot different back then. Um, 
and he actually met Mickey Mouse in the cartoon Orphan's Benefit. So they kind of, uh, you, you saw that Donald was like a little bit jealous of Mickey Mouse and how they had kind of a good co uh, comedic chemistry with each other. So uh, yeah, Donald Duck has been around only five years less than Mickey Mouse. It's it's just insane to kind of think how long he's he's been with our culture and how, how much he's just been... Uh, popularized around the entire world uh, it's just really neat Donald Duck I, I, I think he's great he's I, I just find him hilarious because he just always wants to be in the spotlight and in the thick of things and uh, I you know I, like Donald Duck I'm glad that he's he has the one attraction Mickey's Felhar Magic it is one of my favorite attractions at Walt Disney World which is also it is also now in the California Adventure Park over at the Disneyland Resort so honestly, if you have never seen Mickey's Philhar Magic, it is fantastic. I, I love it. it. It is so much fun just seeing Donald just kind of fly around through the different uh, uh, Disney movies. I mean, I've talked about it plenty of times on the show, but I'm glad that kind of that Donald Duck has his own attraction. That's a lot of fun. I'm trying to think off the top of my head if he has any other attractions right now. I can't think of any. I think that's the only one. I'm... People probably yelling at me. I'm probably wrong, but uh, but yeah, Mickey Philhar Magic. I, I love it. It should be called like Donald Philhar Magic because he's really the star of the show. But uh, but anyways, yeah. I, so I'm gonna quit like tell a quick uh, memory. One of my favorite memories of meeting Donald Duck. Now I know I've I probably talked about this on the show before, um, but it was a, a character meeting that I had with Donald and Daisy Duck. Uh, and it, it was it was awesome. So we I was on my bachelor party back in 2017 and there were eight eight of us guys and we were actually waiting online to go visit Donald Duck over in the dinosaur area over at Animal Kingdom. And when we were waiting, he was actually leaving. He was by himself. He was leaving um, to, to uh, the character was going to change. So he was going to take a quick break and then he was going to come back. So as he was coming back, Daisy Duck was coming with him. So that was kind of cool. There, were, the eight of us were about to meet Donald and Daisy, and of course, as we're we're waiting in line, Daisy Duck sees all of us. She he see she sees the eight men just uh, kind of hanging out, and then uh, Donald does not like that. Donald gets very jealous and does not want us anywhere near Daisy Duck, and she he like drags Daisy away from us, and it was it was great. So then. Uh, after a bit, it was finally our turn to go and meet with Donald and Daisy, and it was by far the best character interaction I've ever had at any of the Disney parks. I, it was when my guys, when my when my when my groomsmen talk about that vacation, they always think that's one of the best experiences they've had. I had some great photos. I've actually posted a few of those photos on our Instagram at Excess Press Podcast. I posted actually I posted some recently, uh, not too long ago. Uh, so check that out over there if you want to see uh, some of that. Uh, but yeah, it was just a really fun experience because Daisy was just like all over us. Donald just is always mad at us. Uh, I think I, I had actually pretended to uh, propose to Daisy. Uh, there's, a, there's a great photo of like Donald holding all of us back from Daisy. It was just so much fun. And the the people that were playing the characters of the day were just really on point and just really made the experience just fantastic. Uh, yeah, so I just want to kind of share that quick memory. Um, Donald's just, he's just a lot of fun. He, he's funny. 
He's, I don't know, he's cute. I don't know. Donald, Donald is great. So I just want to kind of take a, a little bit of time since it is a very slow news week. Uh, I just want to take a little bit of time to wish Donald Duck a, a happy birthday. So, but yeah, so I, I think it was also Daisy Duck's birthday this past week as well. I've, I, I've kind of been off social media a bit. Uh, the past few weeks. Uh, I haven't really posted a lot. I just really need to take a break. But I, I remember seeing somewhere quickly that uh, Daisy Duck, w it was her birthday. So yeah, I'm pretty sure it was hers as well. So happy birthday, Daisy. But uh, but yeah, so yeah, I just want to take that quick time to talk about Donald Duck. So again, happy birthday, Donald Duck. Alright, so for the first piece of news today, we're going to talk about, of course, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge because there has been some time now, the, the, the land has been open for a week, so a lot of people have coming in and out of the land. Uh, so not so much has changed since the last time we recorded the show. So last time we were kind of talking about the show... Uh, or last time on the show, we were talking about how, like, the wait times were over at Galaxy's Edge. And honestly, if you've been checking it out, it's Smuggler's Run, which is the latest attraction where you get to fly the Millennium Falcon. That attraction has only been seeing about 20, 25-minute, 30-minute waits. Like, I've I've been looking at it, uh, it's like, sporadically throughout the week, and... I really only have seen it maybe at like 35 minutes tops. So honestly, you don't have any, there are no issues really going to check out Smuggler's Run. Like if you're going to visit Disneyland, I don't think you need to make it like a huge priority. I think what you will have to make a priority if you want to do it, uh, if you want to see and visit uh, Savi's Workshop, which is where you build a lightsaber, or if you want to visit Oga's Cantina, uh, there are reportedly really long lines for that this past week. So Disney was kind of on their 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 toes where they, they really wanted to implement like kind of temporary systems so people don't have to wait in these really long lines because people were honestly waiting a few hours in line just to do this. And I mean, they, that's not a lot of fun. You don't want to wait two hours in your four hour time window while you're at Galaxy's Edge. There's just so much to explore. So Disney was awesome. They created a, a, a couple systems that'll make it a bit easier for the guests to visit each of these uh, attractions, Savvy's Workshop and Oga's Cantina. So, so what they did was, so for Oga's Cantina, so what was happening was super long lines. You had to wait. Oga's Cantina, what's happening is there's a 45 uh, minutes time period that you can be inside of the cantina and there's only a two drink maximum so uh, i don't really know how they've been treating the 45 minute wait time i don't really know what they've been doing for that if they've been kicking people out i haven't heard much um but what they've been doing is that disney is actually giving the uh, people uh, a text message uh when it is time for them to return to the cantina so pretty much you you'll go up to the window and they'll 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 get your name and your number and they will send you a text message for when it is your time to return. 
So when you return, though, you still have to wait in line, but it'll only be for about like maybe 15 minutes because they, they just kind of put people in line. And as people exit, they can bring more people into the cantina. So I think that's great because that allows you to explore the land where you don't have to wait in line for those two hours. You can go to the shops, the marketplaces, and, and visit everywhere you need to over at Galaxy's Edge. So that is great there. I've heard some great things about Ogus Cantina. I've heard that it is... You could rack up a bill because they have some really special uh, like novelty drinks. Um, I remember reading an article about how there was like a group of six people. I think it was uh, from uh, Peter Serretta over at Slashfilm.com. Uh, slash Pretty sure it was his group. Uh, and I was I was listening to his podcast, the Slashfilm Daily. Uh, slash film, wow, can't speak. The Slash Film Daily. Uh, listen to his podcast. And he was saying how he was with a group of people, of uh, six people, and they spent like $500 at Oga's Cantina. Uh, but that's also because they ordered some like specialty drinks. I think there's a $75 drink that you can take with you. Um, I, I, I can't remember, but it's kind of good because it's a little bit of spoilers, but, um, it, yeah, there's a very fancy drink that you can take with you. Um, but yeah, they racked up a bill over there, so it is not cheap. So just be prepared. But again, you could probably just get like your cocktails that aren't, that aren't too expensive, but, uh, but yeah. So that's what's happening over at Ogus Cantina. You can get the text message for a time to return. So the next part is that Savi's workshop has actually been having a really long line as well. And we're talking about how Savi's workshop is where you go and build your custom lightsaber. It is a very private um, experience where there's not a lot of people that can go in there at a time. I think they said they take a, a 14 people at each time. So what's happening is you you go up to the entrance of Savi's workshop and they are giving you a card that gives you a time to return. So um, th this card again just tells you, hey, come back at this time and, and you'll be good to go. So they've been doing that so you don't have to wait in long lines as well. Uh, but it seems like that both of these are are just temporary measures and that they will be implementing reservation, uh, at least for Savi's workshop right now, they will be imp uh, implementing a reservation sim system that's similar to the Bibbidi Bobbidi uh, Boutique. Um, so where I think you can call and, and also reserve online and uh, you can make it, you'll get, you'll get a time slot for that, which I think is probably the best thing to do. You just, uh, you just have to sign up for time to do this. So I, th I think that works out the best. So you don't have to worry about, I mean, especially when it comes to Walt Disney World, uh, I think it'll be a madhouse. So I think this just will solve a lot of problems by having a reservation system for Savi's workshop. I'm all on board for that. So, uh, and then yeah, for August Cantina, I think that's just a temporary mess, uh, uh, measure for the text message. I don't. I don't know how Disney's gonna fix that in the end because this is again. This is just a, a lounge. So it's just any other lounge. Uh, but again, this is a Batu. So this is a very popular lounge that people want to visit. So, uh, but yeah, what could what could this mean for for Walt Disney World? I mean, like I said, I, I Savvy's Workshop. I think they kind of have it figured out for the Bibby Body Boutique. Um, I, I, I assume they'll have, they'll be using the same systems that are in place, uh, over at Disneyland. It's going to be coming to Walt Disney World. I feel like, 
uh, the people at Walt Disney World are going to have a, a, a good time because they're, Disneyland is figuring things out of what how guests are treating uh, Galaxy's Edge and what that could mean for uh, WDW, Walt Disney World. So, um, yeah, Disney's figured it out. I think we're in good hands. They, they're already countermeasuring all the crowds and all the long lines that's that's happening over at Batu. so they're really balancing guest expectations which is great so uh that's good to see so that is pretty much all the news that is coming out of star wars galaxy's edge this week um if anything else comes up i'll let you know so what's kind of exciting is i will be interviewing a cast member up this week uh, and she uh, used to work over in Disneyland, but she actually visited Batu this past weekend or this past week, I should say. So I'm going to be talking uh, a bit about her, uh, her time over there. Uh, and then so you'll get her cast member interview this week. And then the following week, I'll be talking to a buddy of mine and getting like a it'll be a full show of like kind of his experience over at Galaxy's Edge. And uh, don't worry, I'll try not to do a lot of spoilers there, but uh, uh, it'll be cool to get like a firsthand experience of that. So, and he's he's a lot of fun. He's great. He's hilarious. So I'm excited to have him on the show. Uh, but yeah, so that's it for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge news this week. All right, so this next news story is for all the people who have either gone to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party or are going to the Christmas party this upcoming year. So I'm in that category because this is actually the first time I'm going to be visiting the Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. I am super excited. I've only been to the Halloween party and I loved it. I have heard that the Halloween party is a bit better, but this Christmas party is still fantastic. So I'm very excited to go. Um... And Disney announced this past week that there is a new holiday fireworks show that is coming to the party over at Walt Disney World, which is fantastic. It is called Minnie's Wonderful Christmas Time Fireworks Show, and of course, it is hosted by Minnie Mouse. So the fireworks show will celebrate the magic of Christmas with uh, medleys of beloved holiday songs such as Joy to the World, Deck the Halls, and Up on the Housetop, and We Wish You a Merry Christmas. So if you're going to the very Merry Christmas party this upcoming year, you'll be able to see the brand new fireworks show. I actually don't even know what the original or the, the last fireworks show was. I'm going to have to kind of look up some some videos of it so I can see what the comparisons are. But I, I assume this new show is going to feature a lot more um, fireworks, but also projections. Uh, Disney is very big on the projections. Uh, this uh, the, uh, or projections on the castle now. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, they're very big on that. And I'm actually going to talk a little bit about the villains uh, after dark party or after hours party that premiered this past week because I saw a video of what they were doing with the projections on that castle. And wow, they were amazing. Um, so yeah, I, I, I expect some fantastic, fantastic projections on the castle. If I don't, I'll be a little upset, but I'm sure it'll be great. Uh, but yeah, so the fireworks party or the fireworks uh, show is premiering 
uh, at Walt Disney World uh, this upcoming year at Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party on select nights from November 8th to December 22nd. So I will actually be there on opening night, November 8th. So if anyone else is going to be there that night, just let me know. That'll be that'll be a lot of fun. It is going to be a busy night because it is opening night, and I'm sure that one will will sell out. But hey, I don't I don't care. I'm I'm there. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I'm really excited for that. So I've, I've never been to Disney World during the holiday season. So this is actually going to be my first time seeing the parks in the holiday spirit, which I'm so excited for I, this is going to be something completely new to me um i really hope i get a chance to see the animal kingdom i don't really know when the the uh the decorations are going up but hopefully i get a chance to see that but um anyway so yeah the new uh minis wonderful christmas time fireworks show is coming later this year to mickey's very merry christmas party So this next news story is for you DVC members and annual pass holders out there. So if you're looking to do a special event over at Toledo, which is the restaurant that sits on top of the Grandestino Tower, well, you're in for a treat. So there is a special culinary event that is happening over there on Thursday, July 25th, the, uh, Thursday, August 1st, and Thursday, August 8th. So this is a special event that features the highlights of a menu that are specially selected by the chef and, chef, and you'll also get signature cocktails as well. So the menu includes chorizo, there'll be mussels, you'll get some churros, scallops, hanger steaks, and a lot more. Um, there'll also be a, specially, a, a special selection of cocktails and sangria tastings. There's gonna be a lot over there. So this culinary event will be $84 per person plus tax and gratuity. Uh, so if you're a DVC member or an annual pass holder, you can bring up to five guests to this event uh, for party total size of six. So check-in will be located at the first floor of the Grand Destino Tower, and then you'll be able to shoot up and uh, go to the very top and get just exquisite views of Walt Disney World, which is what I'm really excited for. Um, when we go to visit this upcoming year, I'm super pumped. So, uh, we'll see if I, I I'm, I'm not sure if we're going to keep our reservation, but uh, hopefully we, we go. Cause I do want to check out the lounge that will be there as well. But, uh, anyways, that, I'm, I'm super excited. I think this is going to be fun, but yeah. So if you're a, a special, uh, if you're a DVC member or an annual pass holder, you can go to one of these special events that is upcoming later this year. You just have to go to Disney's website and book those reservations. So real quick, I just want to talk about the Disney's After Hours events that is now happening at Magic Kingdom Park. 
uh, it actually opened up. The first event was this past week and I watched the, a whole video on it because I know I'm not going to go to this event. I watched Tim Tracker's video on this. He had a really good vlog about it and man, this party looked a, like a lot of fun. Uh, so if you're not familiar, this is a new thing that Disney's doing. Now, they have these after-hour events, which we've talked about many times on the show, but if you're new to the show, the, the after-hour events are where you can buy a, 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 a special ticket where you can visit the parks after hours. So usually, like, the say the park closes at 9, you'll be able to get into the park as early as 7 p.m., so you have some time to do that. So these after events are really, they limit the a number of guests that there and they're also very low wait times for a lot of the attractions that are at the park. So you don't really have to wait online uh, for a very long time. It's usually short, not long at all. Um, that you, You'll get free ice cream, popcorn, and, uh, and soda or, and other beverages as well. But for the first time, they're actually making like a themed event. So Disney villains are super popular and they are making um, an event exclusively for the after events from June 6th to August 8th, uh, August 8th. So only for a select time this summer, just for a few months. Uh, they have a lot of special events where there is a new stage show uh, that features uh, Hades and Meg from Hercules. And I was kind of talking a little bit earlier about how they were using projections on, on the castle. And wow, they were fantastic because like they, they show how what it looks like when Hades takes over the castle, like what it would look like. Uh, and then throughout the show, Jafar comes out, the evil queen from Snow White, Dr. Facilier uh, from Princess and the Frog, as well as Maleficent. They all come out during the show. And man, it, they each one of them gets to take over the castle with their own projections. And it it is neat. It is really cool what they're doing with that. So that's kind of like worth it alone, just, just seeing that stay show. But yeah, so that'll be there. Um, and there, there'll be special treats as well and event merchandise and, and more. So, uh, if anyone is really interested in doing that, that, that is happening throughout the entire summer, if you are going and it, it did just premiere this past week. So, uh, if you're looking to go to the event, you can buy a ticket for, uh, $139 plus tax in advance or $144 plus tax on the event night. Uh, and you do get a discount of $30 if you are an AP holder or a Disney Vacation Club member, or sorry, an annual pass holder, I should say. So yeah, you get a $30 discount there. But yeah, tickets are on sale right now. So if you're interested in going to this event, it looks awesome. It looks really cool. Uh, I would totally love to go to this uh, if I could, but I can't. So anyway, so yeah, check that out if you are interested. So over at Disneyland, now that there is a brand new paint job on 
uh, Sleeping Beauty Castle. There is the Disneyland Forever Fireworks Show. It is back. It is returning to Disneyland Park. It is back and people are excited for it. It is a fan favorite. It actually first debuted during Disneyland's 60th anniversary and Diamond Celebration. Uh, it features sparkling pyrotechnics, immersive projections, and other effects that transform Disneyland into a magical canvas. So I think they pretty, I, I think they do projections down Main Street as well. So if you're sitting on Main Street, it's actually a pretty good view where I think they do projections on there. Um, so the, the Disneyland Forever Fireworks Spectacular, uh, it surrounds yourself by the timeless Disney stories where you'll be soaring over London with Peter Pan or you'll be journeying across Simba, Simba's Pride Lands next. So um, there are multiple viewings throughout the park, including Main Street view, viewing areas uh, throughout the park. Like I said, Main Street area is a big one. So... Uh, yeah, if you're going to Disneyland, you might want to check this show out because it is back and I know a lot of people just absolutely love the show. I haven't seen it, but I do. Ha I have listened to the music and, it, and it's great. So it's good that it's back. And if no one has checked out the new paint job that is happening on Sleeping Beauty's Castle, it is great because uh, earlier this year it was down for refurbishment because it was getting the paint job. But uh, I think it looks great. I'm I'm really great. You can you could see like side by side views of like what it used to look like and what it looks like now, and it's oof. I like those colors. They Disney did a great job, but it's looking good. So, but yeah, so if you're at Disneyland, check out the Disneyland Forever Fireworks Spectacular, which is happening, I think, every night. So, but yeah, that's happening right now. Well, that is it for the news today. I told you guys there was not a lot of news. Very, very slow news week. Not much going on. And they they really, they didn't really have too much to say. I guess they're just super busy with Galaxy's Edge opening up. They're just too worried about that, which, hey, I really don't blame them. Uh, but yeah, I'm not going to leave it just yet. I am going to answer just one question uh, from our good friend of the show, Jen. She had sent in a question about tips for what to do if it rains during your Disney vacation. So, Jen, it's actually kind of funny you, you asked that because... So, as an adult, I've gone three times to Walt Disney World back in 2013, uh, seven, uh, 17, and 18. So... All three of those times I went, it didn't rain once. It didn't rain at all. So I have very little experience on what to do when it rains. Because I, back when it did rain was back in 2004. We went in the summer and uh, I can't remember what even happened. I, I remember it rained one time and we took shelter. But so I kind of had to do... Uh, a little brainstorming of what I would do in this situation and I kind of looked up some research of what other people were saying so hopefully I compiled the list that'll that'll be good for you guys and uh, I would love to hear what you guys do when it rains because uh, you guys are probably the experts because uh, I am not an expert on this subject but I'm going to do my best to to answer that question so 
If you know you're gonna, it's gonna be rainy at Disney when it is your vacation, when you know, like, it, the rainy seasons happen this summer. It rains almost every single day. There's a thunderstorm that comes in. It rains all the time. Uh, September's pretty bad. October's pretty bad, even though I've gone in October before and it hasn't rained. Um, like, I've, when I've gone in March, it didn't rain. So it's usually, like, those summer months that are pretty bad. Um... <clears throat> If you can, if you can anticipate rain, you ha you gotta pack a poncho or like a rain jacket. Uh, usually, what I would do, I would bring one with me on a trip. I would usually bring a rain jacket, but it would never rain anyway. But I always have one. Uh, I ponchos. I feel like I just get super hot and yucky under. I don't know. I just don't like the feel of ponchos. So, I I have a rain jacket that is very lightweight and like just I could roll up and it takes no space at all, like a bag or whatever. So make sure you pack one of those because, yeah, storms could just come very quickly out of nowhere, but they could also pass very quickly. So pretty much just when it rains, just seek cover. Uh, and usually um, it, it won't last that long, at least hopefully. I mean, sometimes storms long, uh, last longer than most. Uh, so the, a lot of the outdoor attractions will close temporarily if there is lightning. Um, and at this time, usually like... Uh, people really do end up leaving the park. So uh, this is when you really want to check for fast passes. So while while everyone's leaving the park, you should stay in the park and and just kind of wait it out, see what happens, uh, and check for fast passes because I'm sure people are leaving the park and canceling fast passes every now and then and may, hey, maybe you'll find like a hard to get attraction maybe you get like a, a flight of passage or a space mountain or who knows you you never know what you're gonna get but i would honestly like while you're just like say you're taking cover in like a a, a, a merchandise shop like the emporium of magic kingdom hey check for the fast passes i'm sure something's gonna open up and hey you you might be able to score and if you gotta walk to the uh if you gotta walk to the ride in the rain hey that's it is what it is. So uh, I'll give like a couple tips, like if going park by park of what you could do. Um, so uh, Magic Kingdom, uh, you do want to find an indoor attraction. You could uh, you can go to Pirates of the Caribbean, Pirates of the Caribbean. The entire queue is inside um, uh, Space Mountain. The entire queue is inside. But hopefully maybe you get that special fast pass. Uh, Haunted Mansion, it's for the most part. And, uh, yeah, for the most part, it's actually pretty covered, but rain could come through, but at least you are under those tents. Some of it is outdoors, but, uh, yeah, you do want to find those attractions that will be open, like Big Thunder Mountain will not be open if it's, if it's lightning out that is outdoors. So a lot of those outdoor attractions, uh, will be closed. So, uh, I think one of the better, the better parks on a rainy day is Epcot, honestly. I think Epcot is great for a rainy day. There's lots of places to take cover. Uh, test track is really the only ride to go down at that time. Um, mostly because, uh, test track is the only one that really goes outdoors. So like if you're, uh, if you're going on spaceship earth, uh, you, you are kind of in that queue underneath the, uh, the, the, uh, spaceship earth, the, the, the globe, you're underneath that, uh, Soren's all indoor queue, nor, um, Frozen is pretty much all indoor. And then check out the pavilions. Go inside the shops, kind of walk around and, and really explore the pavilions. So I, I think Epcot is great for rainy days. So if 
I, I feel like if you if you see that uh, there's going to be like a day where it's just like mostly going to rain and you can't really avoid it, I would honestly just go to Epcot. I feel like that is your best bet to go. Yeah, you got to walk around, do a lot of things, but there's a lot of places that you can take cover and, and explore. You don't have to worry about anything like that. So, uh, yeah, I would do Epcot and Hollywood Studios isn't too bad. There are a lot of outdoor rides there. Um, uh, I mean, yeah, rock and roller coasters covered. There's uh, most of the queue for um, uh, Tower of Terrors covered. I mean, you won't be able to go on anything pretty much. I I think in um, Gal or not Galaxy's Edge, Toy Story Land. I think a lot of that stuff is closed. Like especially Slinky Dog. Slinky Dog will be closed. Um, but you could do the shows like Little Mermaid. That is all covered. You can do the Frozen sing-along. Uh, Beauty and the Beast is outdoors. And from what I understand, they do keep the show open during rainy days. But like from what I read, I think in the back of the land is kind of um, uh, in the back of the, the stadium. Uh, you could get wet. So got to be careful with Beauty and the Beast. But yeah, those are some of the things you could do there. You're just going to probably have to avoid Toy Story Land. Uh, and from what I've, I've kind of see is that Animal Kingdom is the worst park because most of the things are outdoors. I think the animals kind of just go and hide when it runs, it rains. I think a lot of those exhibits are closed. I mean, all the rides are just kind of down if it's lightning out. Uh, Dinosaur would be a good option if, if you're there. Try to check out the Nemo or Lion King show. Those will still be open. Um... You could try to do rides in Pandora because I think all of those queues for the most part are indoors. I mean, Flight of Passage, a lot of that queue is outdoors, but there is a lot indoors, but you'll probably have to see long waits. But again, check for fast passes and maybe you, you, you can find something over there. Um, but yeah, I, if, also from what I've been reading is because Animal Kingdom Park can get pretty humid, it, it's 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 people thinks it uh, people feel like it's really gross and it gets even more humid in animal kingdom park uh so yeah it's probably if you if you know that it's going to be a rainy day i would probably just best avoid animal kingdom so yeah i i don't think you should go to that one um, but also if it's, if it's going to be raining and you don't want to go to a park, uh, I would resort hop. I feel like you can go from resort to resort and kind of check it out, explore the insides. There's so much to see at the resorts. I mean, the resorts are an attraction with them in themselves. Get on the monorail loop, go around, visit the, uh, the, all the resorts over there. Like take like, say you're staying at like French quarter at Port Orleans, take like an Uber to the, the contemporary and kind of take the the resort loop um, line and visit all the the parks or the resorts over there um yeah just a good way and or go to disney springs there's tons of shopping uh a lot of the stores you could just go in shopping go in one and go out another uh and just get some shopping done do that i think that's uh, one of the best things for it to do as well so uh, but yeah, so those, those are pretty much all the tips that I have. Uh, hopefully that's, those are pretty good because like I said, I am not experienced at all with this. It, it just has not rained the last three times I went to Disney World. It's just not even a drop. It was literally just sunny every single day. Uh, and it was a perfect weather, not too hot. It was great. So, 
Uh, Jen, thank you for uh, sending in your question. And guys, if you ever want to send in a question, hey, shoot me an email at matt at accesspresspodcast.com and I'll get those answered for you. A uh, good friend of the show, Carter, also sent in a question uh, this past week, but his was a little in-depth and I'm, I, I didn't have a lot of time to research it by the time he had asked it. So I want to do a bit of research on it this week and then I will answer it on next week's episode. But but guys, that is going to do it for us this week. So before I kind of get into the outro, uh, I just wanted to uh, let you guys know that I am recording on a new microphone this week. I am testing out. Uh, this is definitely a huge upgrade for me. I'm testing out a microphone that my my friend had bought, but he's not using it anymore. That uh, I'm pretty sure I'm going to purchase it because it sounds pretty great, but. Um, I was having issues with my last microphone. I mean, it, it works fine, but it's it's not giving me the audio quality that I wanted because when I record with someone else with my other microphone, uh, it, I just got terrible audio from me and I had to do some really bad post production editing on the audio and I did not like the way it sounds at all. But I just to make my life easier, I had to put this do that post production editing anyways i don't want to bore you with the details um but uh i think this mic is going to be able to solve a lot of my problems which i'm really excited about and i still have some testing to do with it so i'll really know for sure if i want to stay with this mic when i do my cast member interview this week but yeah i just want to let you know so let me guys know what you think and how this sounds uh kind of want to know your thoughts on that so yeah just uh just want to tell you that before we get to the outro which uh we're we're at we're going to do the outro now so that's going to wrap it up for this week's episode and wow said episode really weird uh let me do that again so that's going to wrap it up for this week's episode. Uh, so guys, I just want to let you know, if you have not checked out our store yet, go to accesspresspodcast.com slash shop, uh, where for the first time, you, the listeners, can help support the show. Uh, we do have some t-shirts up there, and the, for the first time ever, you can get your very own Access Press t-shirt it has our mascot skip on the front and you can get one of those there's free shipping on all items so you don't have to worry about that and all the money that is earned goes directly back into the show it'll go towards the hosting costs and possibly more merchandise in the future so please check that out would love to um get i would love to see you guys wearing your excess press t-shirts out in the wild maybe i can do that so that'd be awesome but, uh, but yeah, so guys, if you're not subscribing to the podcast already, please do so on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or however you listen to podcasts. Uh, and if you can, please leave a review. It'll really help out the show. Uh, you can visit us for all things at accesspresspodcast.com. Uh, we've been a little light on the news articles this past week. Um, so we're, we're, um, it's, yeah, like I said, it was very slow news week, not a lot happening over there, but, uh, but yeah, so you could check us, check us out over there at accesspresspodcast.com. If you're not following me on social media already, you can do so at accesspresspodcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, and also I just want to remind anyone out there, if you were a previous cast member and if you would like to be on a future episode on the show, we would love to get you set up with an interview, uh, for the show. Cause, uh, I, every, usually every, well, right now, every other week we are putting out an interview 
with all Disney Parks cast members and would love to have you on the show. So you could shoot me an email over at matt at xsrestpodcast.com and let me know if you would like to be on the show. You could also email me if you guys have any questions at all. You can do that. would love to hear from you guys. Or you can send a voice message by using the voice memo app or a voice recorder app on your phone and shoot that over to me. Try to keep it about like a minute length and uh, yeah, we'll get you on the show. But all right, guys, hopefully, um, hopefully you guys have a great week and hopefully you guys are excited for the new cast member interview that is coming up on Wednesday. So, all right. Thanks for tuning in and for your support of the show. This is Matt from the XS Press Podcast signing off. Until next time, travelers. We hope to see you next week and remember to seize the future with excess. Bon voyage.